Chapter 11 of Tanya continues on the theme of really exploring the distance between Hashem and us, but not for the sake of making us feel there's a distance, but rather for us to appreciate the closeness that Hashem made the effort, even though He's so beyond this world, to actually create it. We know that this world was created with ten utterances, ten statements, ten expressions, let there be light, let there be sky, etc., now, we've been exploring extensively in Shara Yichud Vamun and the Gate of Unity that there's our perspective and there's God's perspective. From our perspective, there are utterances. In other words, they are expressions of Hashem. They're outside of Him. From Hashem's perspective, it is Him. There's no division. There's no Him and His utterances. But in our perspective, it is an utterance. What is an utterance? Words. Letters. Sentences, expressions. Now, what is a sentence? What is a word? We all have deep needs. Let's say, um, I need to eat. The universal needing to eat is above language. A person living in Japan, Madagascar, or in the North Pole, will all feel an urge to eat, which is above their whatever language they speak. Eventually, that starts manifesting into language, and the person will say in whatever language they are, I'm hungry, ich bin hungerig, ani ra'ev. Those are the three, three languages I know. Um, so words are a method of expressing something very, very deep at the deepest level it has no words words are when it comes out to express whether you're expressing to yourself whether it's a king expressing to somebody else what the king needs the person to do or whether it's when someone speaks words of compassion and kindness to their friend love um, that they're beginning to express something much deeper beyond words interesting that's why we're told that a nigun a melody without words is power, more powerful than a melody with words because words confine, words limit, versus a melody which, if it doesn't have words, it leaves much more open for interpretation. So these revelations are called utterances. This idea of taking something out of abstract and starting to bring it out, to communicate, to share with others, is the power of what we call an utterance. And this is what it means. This flow of power is what Hashem says, for example, let there be light. Although there are not actual letters of thought, like our letters of thought, forbid, uh, God forbid, Hashem's not talking the way we're talking, nevertheless, they are similar to our letters of thought in that they are a phenomenon which indicates the bringing into existence of the light from nothing. In other words, they're coming from nothing and they're now coming into creation. Thus, the combination of letters is such that this divine power creates light. It is therefore deemed to be an utterance which proclaim let there be life. light. This self-same attribute of kindness creates other things such as water. Um, but the point is, it's an attribute which 
creates an entity that, like we said previously, on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, each day, a different element of Hashem, a different uh, attribute creates something, and that creation is called an utterance. So all life forces and powers which issue from Hashem's holy attributes to the lower worlds and create them from nothing are called holy leathers. Now these worlds that are created with these leathers are of two kinds. Hidden worlds, al minstimin, which come into existence and live and are sustained by concealed powers, like for example the leathers of thought in the human soul. And then there's worlds that are revealed, these were created and lived from the revelation of the hidden powers and life forces called leathers of thought. And these leathers of thought are in a state of revelation in order to give life to the revealed worlds. And these are called mamarot utterances or the word of God or the breath of his mouth. The point is that when we say God said, that's a very, very, very superficial translation. God doesn't speak. So, you know, we're learning in the Chumash and God spoke to Moshe. It's only for the sake of us understanding or getting some kind of grasp that we understand communication as a way of sharing with the other. So therefore we use the term communication for Hashem. But it's important to understand that it's not like that. It's, it's beyond our comprehension. And it is very risky to limit Hashem based on our own definitions.